What started as a question, God, you created marriage, can you make it work? Soon became a statement, God, you created marriage, you can make it work. Thank you for joining us on the Christian Family Life Podcast, where we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly in our marriage relationships and mind God's word to see what it has to say about it. Please tell me you speak English. I'm Detective Carter. Do you speak any English? <laughs> Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> Welcome to another podcast with Christian Family Life. And man, sometimes we feel that way. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? In that case... Roland and I, you and I can, or Tammy too. Uh-huh. It's Spanish, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and not that we're condoning season. any particular movie, but <laughs> there are times that I remember that scene, and that's my, that I, 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 what am I trying to say? <laughs> and I quote that. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? You, you know what it reminds me of? Uh, it's, it's a, uh, it's a commercial that Susie and I laugh about all the time. I think it's Tide, the Tide Stick, Susie. And um, yeah, is that it? The um. You know, you're talking to the person and the and stain on the shirt, blah, 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 you know, and because the person's talking and all they're looking at is the stain. Yeah. They're not hearing anything you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we're glad you're joining us here today again for another podcast. We're going to continue our conversation on communication. And um, I'm Gio and I'm Susie, Tammy, Rolando. And um, you can't see this on the podcast, but if you were to go to our YouTube page, you'll see that we are on a set, different location, different set, a little bit of a nautical. And um, Tammy, did you catch that monstrosity of a fish? And uh, yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, in fact, maybe we'll send a book to the person that can tell us what kind of fish that is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure somebody can tell you. We're, I enjoy the ocean, but I'm not a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that one is. Maybe some of our Miami listeners. Maybe. <laughs> well, as we go into communication, um, we, we've talked about listening. We've talked about, you know, even uh, posturing yourself in the conversation. Um, and today we want to go a little bit more practical. And I think it, it always warrants us to talk about the, uh, the, the crux of our ministry and our, re- our resource and our message, with it, which is moving people from mm-hmm. a performance-based marriage to a faith-based marriage, which basically means it's not about performance and what the other person can do for me, but by faith, we accept our spouse exactly how they are because God has gifted them to us. And so in that process, it's important for us to have effective communication and create an environment where the words that we share with each other are healthy and they are, are moving the needle to restore maybe conflict or just to be enjoyable around each other and be able to f- feel like you've been heard and, um, and that you guys are moving forward together in this marriage and it's not separate, um, uh, you know, living two different lives and we talk about roommates and stuff like that. That's right. So I know that within uh, our material we talk about um, communication, you know, perhaps being a rooftop issue. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we try to focus in on the foundation where God's purpose and provision for marriage and the power of the Holy Spirit. But um, communication is important because I think it reveals, mm-hmm. you know, how you communicate with your spouse reveals 
what you believe about your purpose for marriage mm-hmm. and what, what you believe about how God specifically um, provided your personal provision in, in your spouse for you. So we never want to make light of rooftop rooftop issues. Mm-hmm. They're important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think this one especially, I think if you were to go out and do research, communication would be at the top of the list of why marriages struggle. And um, yeah. to be able to learn how to communicate effectively, get your message across, be heard, and then in, in, in turn offer that same thing to your spouse, that's that's crucial in having a healthy marriage, I think. Mm, yeah. And so I'm glad you brought that up, Susie, because <clears throat> when we look at the when we look at marriage through the lens of a biblical blueprint and we consider certain practical issues in marriage as rooftop. We're not minimizing those. Mm. All of these things are important. I remember the couple times that we've built a house, one of the things that they really wanted to get done quickly was not just the foundation and not just raising the walls, but really closing the house in, putting the roof, putting the plywood on the trusses, putting the shingles on the roof, because they felt like once they did that, then they weren't as exposed to the elements in mm. regards to the timing. They could really get things done inside the house and the house was sealed. So mm-hmm. these roof issues are important. It's, it's where we live day to day. I mean, we, we enjoy or we hope to enjoy communication with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope to enjoy great levels of, of intimacy in every area. Uh, we hope to be drawn closer through, through trials together. Uh, and really a lot of that centers around communication. We hope to, to handle our finances in a God honoring way, but how do we cultivate the kind of atmosphere in our relationship where, where we can communicate openly and have healthy interaction? I think we've got a a great verse that, that I think provides a a great framework Mm -hmm. Uh, we're not limited to just this scripture on communication. If you've gone through the two becoming one study or thinking about going through it, there's a lot of scriptures that we touch on with communication. But this one uh, that Tammy's going to read for us is just a great jump off point. So, yeah, this is in Ephesians 4, and I'm going to read um, 29 to 32. Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification mm. according to the need of the moment so that it will give grace to those who hear. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. Mm. So. Man, that, that last part right there, Tammy, that you just mm-hmm. read, I think that if we remind ourselves of that mm-hmm. as to be reminded as Christ has forgiven you, um, that just covers a multitude of stuff mm-hmm. because, um, man, we we come into the space of a relationship and our conversations and having kids, I think, helps you to kind of see the, the grace and the mercy piece because when your kids do something and you say something in a very negative way, it almost takes you back and say, well, mm-hmm. man, that wasn't very nice. Um, how how must it feel, you know, when I sin and towards God, but yet what does he do? He shows us grace and he shows us mercy and he, and he loves on us and he cares for us. And so it's, it's a great gospel reminder um, in that text, but there's a lot in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unwholesome talk. How about that one? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and I'm sure we can all think of a time where the communication got heated. Mm-hmm. 
and we chose to react mm -hmm. rather rather than act. Mm -hmm. And that's really one of the things that we see in the contrast of the of those verses where there's all kinds of different expressions in the way that re we react to things. And they're all different forms of, of anger, anger, wrath, uh, clamor. Uh, we, we get loud or even by, by, you know, the other side of it, you know, it's kind of like we, we alluded to the last time in the podcast and it's in the book, but we've got the person that they're more landmines. You're really not sure what you're walking into mm. uh, or others are hand grenades and they're just launching the hand grenades, letting you know there's an issue and we've got to talk about it. Mm -hmm. uh, but how do we work through that? And that, that scripture there is a great filter. What I'm about to say, is it kind? Am I being tenderhearted in this moment? Tenderhearted goes back to the very first podcast on communication, which was, listen, uh, and I can think of so many times where I, I, I was ready with all the things that I wanted to communicate to Tammy and things that needed to change and things that we needed to fix, or maybe in a, in a lot of cases, it may not even be conflict necessarily. Mm -hmm. We just find, yeah. we just, especially as men, I think that we can be really driven mm -hmm. and in a lot of ways overshadow and never really consider what, what are, what our wife desires, what she gets energy from, what are her dreams? I think we just, a lot of times we're, we're, we're not viewing the relationship through the lens of, Hey, we're, we're in this, we are one. Mm. We're not running parallel paths. We're together in this thing. Uh, and, and I know it's a challenge, uh, because depending on your life circumstance with children and what your career paths are, it, it may be difficult to really find unity and oneness in the relationship. Yeah. And I think being proactive is important, like having conversations before the heatedness gets there mm -hmm. and just kind of walking through some things. Roland, you mentioned, you know, finding out stuff about your spouse, where they're hurting, where, you know, and sometimes we don't really find that out until when it's the explosion, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, because we bottled it up so much and we are so busy in our life that all of a sudden it just blows up. And so I think one of the practical things that we can take away from, from today is taking the time to just ask your spouse, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? How was your day? Um, anything you want to share with me? I know that we've, we've talked about the uh, daily temperature reading in here where, mm -hmm. you know, you walk through some stuff of, you know, find out on a daily basis, you know, praising your spouse or um, any new information, anything that, that's new that's going on, um, anything that may be confusing for each other that may be causing a conflict. And anyways, just taking the time to ask the right questions and, and find out before <laughs> it gets, mm -hmm. it gets to a heated uh, place. So one of the things we can uh, address here too, is the fact that communication is not limited to the style of communication. Mm. Uh, I think unfortunately we identify the different ways that people communicate and then limit communication to, to what those are. And if we identify how our spouse receives, then we think, okay, we've, you know, we've, we've conquered a, a big portion of communication. And it's obvious in just the two podcasts we've already had. And in this one, as we're developing what does it look like practically to communicate in a healthy way with our spouse? 
Well, I, go ahead, Tammy. I was just going to say there's there's got to be time set aside each day where where you do sit down and there's yeah. that open um, communication. I know we've mentioned this before, but but even when it comes to our walk with the Lord, I think that the person that should know, you know, kind of our spiritual uh, temperature um, should be our should be our spouse mm, and what good. what the Lord's showing you and what and how I mean as we as we read his word as we I mean when we read the scripture and we and it says let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth but only such a word as is good for edification according to the need of the moment so you know it it makes me think that if 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 it's telling us that we need to do this if if this is if this is being encouraged in us to do, it's because we can mm-hmm. do it through the Holy Spirit. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. I mean, I know for me, the moment I say something that I shouldn't say, I feel conviction. I might pretend like it's like I needed to say it. I needed to get my words out. I needed, you know, I had, I had it as bottled up. I needed to get it out. And, um, and we might have all kinds of uh, reasons that we needed to say what we needed to say, but, but I really didn't deserve it, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I did. Yeah, that's a separate issue. You definitely deserved. I didn't have to say it in that right now. <laughs> but, but I just think that I mean, when we read God's word and we just, I mean, it's such a mirror um, in into our lives and what, 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 um, you know, our interactions mm-hmm. are. What are what are your interactions? Are you aware? Even as are there nonverbals? Is there nonverbal communication? We have a lot of that in our house. Where, when we are quiet, it's like we know. I know if he's upset about something, it might not be with me. It might be about a, a situation. It might be, you know, a late fee that was added or something. What might have made Roland upset? I can tell he's upset. I can tell just by by his silence, you know. And so sometimes there's times where you're quiet. And um, where we just don't. So it's to it's it's to be in tune with each other as well. You know, sometimes we don't have a day where we sit down and talk for an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, those opportunities aren't always there. You, you hit on something too that. So we've talked about listening. We've talked about our body language and our countenance and how we approach one another. We're addressing right now what well what do we say and what does healthy interaction look like? And Tammy, you hit on something in regards to I feel like the phrase that comes to mind is what do we have to offer? What what do I bring to the table in conversations? And so you mentioned the the spiritual side and exposing yourself spiritually and, and sharing with me. What the Lord, what the Lord's revealing to you, what what you're reading about in Scripture. Well, in order to do that, we have to spend individual time with the Lord, mm-hmm. and 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 honestly, there's not there's not a person that has had a more profound influence in my spiritual life than Tammy has, and so I'm I'm thankful for what she has to offer spiritually. Uh, I'm encouraged by it. I'm inspired by it. I'm I'm sharpened by it, and and really challenged to to bring that to the table for her. Margaret McKinney. Oh well, hello there. Um, <laughs> so we we've got people chiming into the podcast. <laughs> They want to hear what you have to say, Roland. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So something something to throw in here um, as far as speaking, it's almost kind of like the, the negative space of speaking is something that I've learned over the last 27 plus years in communication is that there is a good time to to approach things and communicate things and there is a bad time <laughs> to communicate and approach that things and and almost 100% of the time when you desire to lash out in the flesh or you desire to get something off your chest or make sure you feel heard or anything that's just in that in that carnal mode mm-hmm. we're just going to go ahead and chalk that up to that's a bad time <laughs> that is not a good time to bring up whatever it is that needs to be addressed Mm -hmm. because there are so many times that things come into my mind and it's like, like (coughs) I almost, the words almost come out of my mouth and it's like, is, is now really the best time for that? Is that going to (laughs) be, is that going to be received like you want it to be received? Is that going to be, you know, taken and mulled over and given a good thought process to, and and oftentimes no. And so more often than not, Mm -hmm. um, the answer for me about, you know, bringing up a perhaps a hot topic or a potential conflict causing um, topic of conversation, the best thing to do is just wait. How do you guys handle that? Do you guys have a particular way of just going, hey, now it's not a good time? Um, I have found that when the time does come, if I can prep him, before I actually get there. Mm-hmm. So I, I also, I'll say, say something like, okay, I need to share something with you right now. I don't want you to get upset. I'm not upset. I don't want you to be upset. But there's some things going on that I feel like I, if we talked about, we could come to a resolution. And he's like, oh, boy. And I'm like, no, no, no. Well, and the part of that, part of that is um, I'm a worst-case scenario individual. Always. So the moment she says, I need to talk to you about something, it's not that bad or whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, what, what the, the boom is about to come, you know? And so that's part of, part of the issue. But I think you, you, you just mentioned 27 and a half years, you've learned um, how to process the conversation. And that's been very helpful for me because before you used to just come right in on the conversation and I felt blindsided and I was like, I, I'm not it's sure. It's usually out of left field too. It was like, not a good time, not a good place. But but I, but I think that's a practical thing that we can talk about because generally this is what happens is we as individuals have been thinking about whatever the issue is already for a while. <laughs> Our spouse probably has no clue. And then we come in hot, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, where did this come from? And then it's, it's a shutdown. Um, one of the things that we talk about in our material when we talk about kind of the foundation of communication and, and walking through a conflict and all that. In, and this is in the text that uh, Tammy, Tammy read, but approach each other with an attitude of kindness and concern. I, I, I think oftentimes we don't do that. And I'm just being vulnerable in, in our situation. I, I don't think that when I'm angry about something, I come in with, with a kind heart. Mine is like, I'm going to resolve this and I'm going to get this right. And Susie's going to have to see it my way because she's wrong. Right. <laughs> and so there's no kindness there nor is there any concern towards her mm-hmm. because my focus is completely on me. And so I think a practical thing there for, for us, I mean, this has been good for us, is Susie prepping or, or saying, hey, we need to talk about something instead of just jumping right in there and saying it's, it's not a big deal, but I just we need to talk about it. And I think it eliminates um, when, you, when you have those open conversations and that vulnerability within 
your relationship, um, it, it eliminates rejection. It eliminates fear. Mm-hmm. It eliminates uh, bitterness. Um, and all these things are things that destroy communication. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like we shoot ourselves in the foot when we come in hot like that. And we say things that we shouldn't say. And then it's like, oh, man, I just reacted you know, out of my selfishness. And I said something I shouldn't have said. And, and we caused the, the situation to be worse. Yeah, and you know one thing that I believe is key that I, I'm I'm not sure that that we hear coming at us from other marriage resources, and it's the fact that communication is dialogue mm-hmm. as opposed to monologue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that sometimes, and we've we've alluded to this a little bit, and we can expand on it, but some people just have a lot of words, mm-hmm. and if. And again, we'll say it is if, if you have a lot of words, then you need to take a step back, mm-hmm. ask some questions and listen to your spouse and allow there to be dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're not going to be able to, to develop your point. It's, it's funny, too. There are times where when the conversation gets heated for Tammy and for me. I, I mean, I know it's hard to believe <laughs> that but, happens. But in it, your house? It, it, it happens <laughs> every now and then. <laughs> But I'll very calmly say, Tammy, <coughs> listen to me. Tammy says, no, listen to me. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, I'm, I'm going to have to be a little bit louder. No, listen to me. <laughs> Tammy gets a little bit louder. No, listen to me. And before you know it, it's like, listen to me, listen to me. You know what? I think Susie and I witnessed that one time. <laughs> <laughs> you probably are the that's only a, ones that have That's a pretty cool like thing <laughs> about being close, man. We see, I mean, we, we walk do. into each other's front doors without knocking. <laughs> And, you know, we probably should because sometimes we walk into something like, oh, oh hey, well, we'll be back. <laughs> yes. But this idea of dialogue and monologue, I mean, I think there's, you know, there's there's other there's other communication resources that are saying, hey, you you get your stuff together and you lay it out and and not give the other other person a chance to dialogue. I mean, who who enjoys communication like that? Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, I think we need to make sure and highlight is that communication isn't just negative. You're not always resolving conflict. Right. Communication is, as we talked about, the spiritual. And uh, there, there ought to be fun interactions. Mm-hmm. And so we want to we wanna encourage you as a couple to do that. When, when was the last time you did go out together? When was the last time you went out of your way to do something special for your wife? And, and I know already some of you that are in that resentment mode, you're thinking, man, I don't, I don't know that I can do that. Or, you know, I've done that before and it seems to always just come back to, uh, to haunt me in the end or I get hurt by it. It's like performance based on faith, not performance. Go out on a limb and do something special for your spouse and work on having positive interactions, having good communication, having fun, laughing with them. Mm -hmm. You committed to spending the rest of your life together for a reason because there was a time where you said, you said to yourself, I don't want to spend one moment of my life without this person by my side. Mm -hmm. And the realities of life uh, can take us to a bad place. (laughs) (laughs) And so communication doesn't have to just be resolving conflict. And and that's that's such a good point because um, how many couples and in our retreats that we do, we have these things called guided conversations, Mm -hmm. helping couples to, to have conversations. That's a little bit more intentional, a little deeper than the surface conversations. Cause generally what happens, you go out to dinner and what are you going to talk about? The kids, (laughs) you know, and, and that's kind of the, 
So I would say, you know, to to piggyback on what you said, Roland, maybe be intentional in writing down some questions that you want to ask your spouse when you go out to dinner mm-hmm. and, and be really focused on some good questions that are going to bring some dialogue that's going to allow you guys to have conversations and not go down a track that you always go down on whatever it may be, mm-hmm. but bringing you back to maybe even remembering those days that you dated. I remember ta- Susie and I talking all hours of the night, you know, mm-hmm. and when you guys started dating and Roland yeah. was my roommate, yeah. you know, I, he'd be up till three in the morning on the phone and I was like, Hey, I got to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but we would talk about anything and everything. And so, yeah. um, it was just about being together, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. No, no FaceTime, no right. text messaging. No, no. It was uh, a phone that was attached to a cord and you <laughs> attached were to the wall. attached to the wall. <laughs> um, yeah. You mentioned the the laughing and finding things. I just think how many times have there been um, t- times in our marriage where we've laughed hysterically over something and it reminded me. Now, I'm not going to say it and it's not going to be funny for those listening, but we have this funny thing that happened when we were on our cruise <laughs> and every single time we hear the word spaghetti it's almost <laughs> always we it takes us back to this moment we were on the cruise and it's we had like the i mean we've only been on one cruise but i would imagine they still do it this way uh, but we all the waiters the same th- servers th- they're all characters yeah they're all characters is that the way it is yeah, I, you guys have been much. on cruises more yeah. recently but so 1994 we were on this cruise and we had these two really funny um um, servers and one of he's, a, he's Hispanic, but it was he was serving spaghetti carbonara. Okay, <laughs> but he's there's six of us sitting at the table, but he went and he served each person, and as he s- drops it in their plate, he says spaghetti carbonara, <laughs> spaghetti carbonara, and he does it, he does it six times. And you, and, and you know when you're and hungry, and like, it's like the first thing, like you're like waiting. <laughs> so so when you're number six on that thing, you're oh, like like you can't wait for him to say that and drop the food on your plate. But he was as serious as can be all six times. That we're all staring at him, waiting for him to crack, you know. And he is not. And then everybody. Of dies when he's done but it was just funny I mean it's just one of those you know and I uh, one of one of the one really great um, marriage retreat we, we went to years ago um, Ted Cunningham who is a he's a really um, he's a comedian and he had some funny things to say but one of the things he said was laugh together mm. find find things that you know if it's a show that you like you enjoy watching and and just find <laughs> moments because it's like that levity you know sometimes especially when you're under a lot of stress you know find something fun to do and you know even mm-hmm. if it's something you don't do well you know like you know if you decide oh, let's go ice skating and you know we're falling and we're I will ice skate with that. Tammy I don't know if we'll play tennis again <laughs> no oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no <laughs> oh man well you know guys we're, we're coming to the end of our time here but uh, I think there's a lot of great things here one of the things I'm taking away from our conversation is create create environments to have conversations that don't lead that aren't just taking care of conflict conflict's gonna come those those are conversations we've got to have but I, I think I think Tammy kind of set us down this uh, this path just of even having those spiritual conversations of, hey, what are you getting out of God's word? What is the Lord speaking to you about? Share those with me. Let me share with you what God is teaching me. 
And and don't don't say the Lord is teaching me that you need to listen to me more. <laughs> but just but but I think a lot of times those type of conversations will naturally lead to healthy conflict resolution and and walking through some some uh, some of those waters and navigate some of those waters mm-hmm. to where you can be kind, you can be um, you know concerned about the other person in the in the conversation and. And not spout out the things that you want to spout out because all along you guys have been having healthy mm-hmm. conversations. Yeah. And so I think the time, a time span of just not investing in each other and not talking and not, not having healthy conversations, I think, I think the farther away we get from that, the shorter we are with our words to the other person. Yeah, that's really good. I think one of the things that happens is in the realities of life, things are exposed uh, things are exposed about us. Things are exposed about our spouse. And when we communicate, we're so focused on figuring out how we correct the things in our spouse that have been exposed. When really in a faith-based mm-hmm. marriage, it's about what the Lord has exposed in my own heart and what needs to change in my own heart. And really appreciating how, how God created your spouse mm-hmm. and that you're, you're not responsible to change them. We're, we're reminded in the 2B1 material that the scripture never tells us to change anybody. Mm. The Holy Spirit is the one that's going to do that. Yeah. And what the Holy Spirit wants to do is draw us closer to him. And so I think that really helps in communication when we can put our need to try to fix the other person and prayerfully ask for the Lord to change my own heart mm. so that when we approach our spouse, we can approach our spouse with positive interaction uh, appreciating who they are, not wanting to change them, but everything about them is exactly who God created for me. And, and I couldn't be more thankful for it. And I'm so glad uh, in our marriage, the 20, 27 years later, I'm so glad that the things that I would have changed early on, the Lord didn't allow me to do that because who Tammy is today is exactly who I would want her to be. And so, hey, as we start to wrap things up, maybe, uh, you know, for the guys, you know, maybe this is a good opportunity to uh, light the candles, uh, turn on some nice music, and create a setting where you say, hey, baby, we're just going to talk. That's it. Just talk. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. But write the questions down so you don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> How are the kids? <laughs> Set that flame down quick. That's right. Well, we thank you for listening, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll be back one more week, right, with communication. One more on communication. And uh, that'll wrap our month up. And uh, other areas that, that we would love for you to tap into uh, is our uh, we have a blog that goes out every week, and you can find that at our website at christianfamilylife.com. And then our social media, we're constantly putting things out there with the whole purpose of really drawing people to the Lord and pointing to the scriptures and uh, providing resources to, to strengthen marriages because we believe that God created marriage and he can make it work. Thank you for joining us. And we hope you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. (laughs) That's right. Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Family Life Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. To learn more about the ministry, visit our website, christianfamilylife.com. There, you can subscribe to our newsletter and find all of our social media links where we offer resources to help strengthen your marriage. Until next time, remember, God created marriage. He can make it work.